welcome to Career Plus. This is your host, Barakat Kalili, and you're listening to a powerful conversation about creating a career built around freedom, impact, and profit. Hey, Justin, uh, glad to be talking with you today. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me here, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, our chat and finding out um, you know, we, we talked a little bit uh, already before uh, about your career path and what you wanted to accomplish out of it. And so um, I'm looking forward to seeing just kind of what comes up, you know, as we talk uh, today. So uh, so just to kind of give a little bit of bra- uh, background on where you're at at the moment, uh, you, you're you serving in the Guard, right? Right. And um, there's a transition kind of coming up for you where you'll be probably leaving uh, the service and thinking about, hey, what what to do next here? Right, yeah. Good deal, good deal. Okay, so um, let me just start off then with this question. What would make this conversation an extraordinary conversation for you? I think, uh, I think what would make this conversation extraordinary for me is if I were able to, you know, have a change of mindset, um, you know, get out of my, my usual habits because of something that you, uh, some, some piece of information that you give me, uh, that, that changes me, uh, just as a person, mm-hmm. um, just so that, just so that my day-to-day habits become different, you know, and they're not, I'm not, uh, I don't know, sitting around trying to figure out what I want to do. Uh, and I'm, and I'm changing my life for the better. Mm, interesting. And when you, when it comes to the career, your career mm-hmm. path, um, tell me a little bit more about uh, how you want to change the mindset re- with respect to that. And, you know, where, where are you at now? What, what would you uh, like to, what kind of change would you like to create there? Yeah. So uh, I'm honestly still trying to figure out exactly what I want to do as far as uh, what, what I want to do in the future. I, I know that I want to, I would like to be self-employed Um and I want to, or, or at least be a, a be a business owner or something like that, mm-hmm. um, where I'm doing something that I enjoy doing on a day-to-day basis, um, instead of, you know, being on the nine to five grind, uh, working for somebody else. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to have that freedom of doing what I like doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you noticed how your mindset maybe holds you back in any particular way? I think I think it's mostly just uh, uh, I don't know if I'd call it fear, but you know, just it's just the fear of the unknown. Mm, yeah. uh, I don't I don't know how I would take that first step. Um, and you know, I'm right now in my job. I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at as far as you know pay, and um, like I know that I'll have a job tomorrow because my my job is necessary. Um, but that's. I'd like to, I'd like to get out of that mindset and look more into, uh, what I would like to do for myself, uh, and, you know, take some risks. And I have a, and I have a coworker who's doing that exactly right now. He's, he opened a, uh, uh, a brewery, uh, mm-hmm. or he just recently opened a brewery and he's working on the final stages of getting that, uh, getting the place set up. So he's kind of doing exactly what I'd like to do just, you know, I, I don't, I don't really want to be like open a brewery. I'd like to do something else, but right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting. Did you have a chance to talk to him much before he did that? Did he share 
this ambition with you? Yeah, I mean, I I talked with him uh, since the beginning of uh, his journey uh, okay. with that because because we've been working together for several years and this only uh, started okay. happening like three or four years ago. Gotcha. So so I've seen it from the baby stages to where it's at now, and uh, I I definitely see the the work that he's put into it. He started out in his garage at home with his cousin, stuff like that, doing mm-hmm. that, and then he he would create samples of beers and give it out to people and stuff like that. Um, and, and now he's finally at the stage where he's, where he's got a building, uh, in town here and he's able to start setting it up there. Um, so I know, I know that there's a, there's a lot of work that goes into, uh, starting a business in the first place, but, um, that's, that's something that I definitely want to do. Yeah. And what have you noticed from observing him, you know, in that transition from starting in the garage to, where he's at, especially with respect to what you uh, were just saying about mindset uh, and being able to kind of take that risk, step into the unknown mm-hmm. for him. Was that, were there any fears or anything that he communicated to you or any obstacles or anything, or was it like he was just gung ho and he was just going to jump into it? Yeah, I think, I think it was more that he was uh gung ho. Uh, I mean, there was, there, I'm sure that there was probably some, uh, some, uh, hesitations that he had at first like uh this is something obviously that he wants to do but maybe he didn't know if this was going to work out but at the very least he knew that he didn't want to be working the nine to five uh, yeah. job anymore uh he was he was completely over it he was over the you know the the workplace drama and just everything everything going on uh where he has no control of his life basically mm-hmm. um so he was just ready to get out of that um and now he's have, about have to open sh- up have you shared your ambitions with him have you talked about wanting to do something sim- not similar in terms of the brewery but also right. yeah making a transition uh no honestly i haven't just because i haven't really had any solid uh i actually i probably haven't put too much thought into it it's just kind of like a fleeting thought that passes through my mind like yeah i don't want to do this i don't want to yeah. do this anymore i'd like to be my own boss right right Good deal. Good. Well, it's a good example to have, uh, especially having a friend that you know, because and and seeing him uh, go through that journey from beginning to through the transition. Because I think that's going to be something you want to come back to uh, to remind yourself that, that this is doable. You know, and and uh, especially to what you said about mindset, right? I mean, you really nailed it. It's uh, it's about the that fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. and whenever we go into that unknown, unfamiliar territory. Uh, we start scanning for danger, right? And right. Uh, we start looking for reasons why it might not work and it feels unfamiliar. And so it feels like it's different, but we've, we we're always learning throughout life, right? We're always going through new experiences. And so uh, it's a different, it's different when we look at something we do know and we're familiar with, we have a lot of confidence around that, but that's just because we've had the time and the practice to put into it. And so, right. Yeah. So um, good deal. Good deal. So I shared with you uh, the other day or yesterday when we talked uh, a couple of exercises, I want to kind of walk through and see what came up for you. And uh, the first one was this future pacing question that I gave you where uh, imagine it's three years in the future where we're talking, we're, we're so we're going to time travel uh, into 2026. And we're going to imagine looking back and you're telling me that, hey, you know, life is great. Last three years has been amazing. Let me tell you what happened. 
Mm-hmm. And I told you to just fill in the rest there and see what comes up. So I'm kind of curious what, what came up for you as you did that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, talking in the future sense here, you know, since, since well, our well, last when you conversation. Do it, tell, tell, tell it to me in the past tense. Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since our, since our last conversation yeah. three years ago, um, you know, I've, I've opened up a successful business or semi-successful business. Uh, it's generating me some good income and that's been, that's become my main source of income. So I'm no longer working the, the nine to five anymore. Um, and I'm doing something that I actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've got, I've got some, uh, some partners that, uh, that are working with me. I've got some employees that are, that are working with me too. Uh, so I'm not I'm not having to dedicate my entire life to uh, to running this business and stuff like that. I just go there whenever is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I also still have you know my hands uh, in the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, outside of outside of that, um, I have uh, or I got engaged about uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago. Uh, you know, I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to getting married sometime here in the near future. You know, I just wanted to make sure that financial clock was, uh, was set before I, you know, gotten, before I got married. Uh, also, I also am looking, or I'm looking to buy a home right now, you know, now that the financial market has kind of stabilized a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's definitely something that I want to do before I get married. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, life has been pretty good. There's obviously in the beginning of the, uh, st- in the beginning stages of opening my business, there were, you know, bumps in the road and stuff like that, but those were just, uh, you know, minor inconveniences in the long run. And, uh, I've, I've definitely learned from a lot of those mistakes that I made mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm applying them to my, my business practices nowadays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. So what, so as you reflected on that, um, what has come up for you, especially when you think about um, it, what, what you care about, what's important to you, you know, in life? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kind of, kind of like what I was saying earlier, how I, I want to be my own boss. This has definitely helped reaffirm that yeah. uh, that feeling. That that's that's exactly what I want to do. Uh, I don't want to be stuck working for somebody else. I want to, uh, make my own money. I don't want to make money for somebody else. Um, uh, and where, um, if you, if we go back in time, uh, thinking back, even all the way back to your childhood, were there examples, can you think of an example where you wanted to be kind of independent and, uh, where this kind of, this kind of trait showed up? Um, I'm not sure if I can think of a specific time, but, uh, I know that, uh, throughout my, throughout my, uh, throughout most of my life, I've been pretty independent, I guess. Uh, and I like not doing, or I, I don't, I don't like doing things. Uh, I don't want to say I don't like doing things for other people, but I like to, I like to do things for myself, uh, I know that sounds kind of selfish, but uh, no, I mean, well, and we're, I mean, how did that show up? Like if I, if you could take me back in time to see what Justin as a kid looked like, uh, mm-hmm. how did that show up? Were you an introvert or did you like to just, were you a loner or did you just, um, were you just kind of a rule breaker? How did it look? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I definitely consider myself a little bit more of an introvert, but I still have some extrovert tendencies. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I definitely I definitely like um, taking the lead on uh, uh, on some things. Uh, that, that's I can I can pinpoint where that happened. That was you know when I started playing video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed, or I definitely liked you know telling my team what we should be doing. um that's that's definitely something that has uh shaped me as a person i i I like being in more of a leadership position where Mm -hmm. i'm the one that's you know uh taking care of everything and people naturally kind of follow you and they see that i mean you're kind of the person that like will say hey okay let's go do this uh i wouldn't say in i wouldn't say in life that's the way that it's been always i I think I think that I have trouble uh, because because of my introvertedness. I think I have trouble communicating uh, in a in a kind manner. Sometimes I I may come across as kind of rude, but I don't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so sometimes when I when I communicate something to others, they're like, "Okay, what what do you want me to do? Like mm-hmm. why why are you talking to me like that?" Mm-hmm. Um, but but I don't like I said I don't mean it in a in a rude manner. I'm just right. communicating how I think is the most efficient way to communicate. Um, you also mentioned that your I think your dad was a business owner, right? Self employed. No, no, he's not. Was it okay? Was there anyone in the family that that did that? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, were were there any models of self-employed people that 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 you saw growing up that interested you like you looked at that and thought uh i'd like to do what he's doing or she's doing mm-hmm. um i honestly i don't think so because a lot of a lot of my uh, a lot of the people that were around me throughout my childhood and growing up they were all just regular mm-hmm. folks going to work the nine to five and stuff like that. But that, that in that sense, that may have been the reason why I wanted to yeah. uh, have that change of mindset. Cause I didn't want to do what they were doing. I wanted to mm-hmm. do, I wanted to go outside of the norm and do my own thing. Yeah. And which is that kind of ironic <laughs> going in the military. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. More opposite, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I have my, I have my dad to thank for that one because I got out of high school and I was just kind of sluggish sitting around doing nothing. And uh, so I, I thank him for that opportunity. I think that was really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and how has that changed you? Cause I think I, was, I had a similar kind of experience myself where um, I was pretty good with school. Yeah. I, I didn't have a sense of direction. Uh, so, uh, but what for you uh, in these few years where uh, during your time, you know, in service, uh, how has that helped you, hurt you, held you back, pushed you forward? Mm-hmm. What's, what's come out of it for you? Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely the, the military has, uh, been a positive experience for me for the most part. Um, it's definitely helped me kind of come out of my shell, uh, back in, you know, before, before I joined the military, I was a lot more introverted than I am now. Um, and, and it's definitely helped me to, uh, to shape myself as a person. Uh, I've, I've, I've learned some leadership uh, responsibilities and roles and stuff like that. And I've become better at 
um, communicating my thoughts and my uh, my wishes to other people that I work with. Um, but you know, it's still it's still obvious, obviously a work in progress. Um, but I, I think that it's been a positive experience overall. And <clears throat> but I think the I think the negatives um, for the military comes mostly with uh, the the position that I'm in right now. I'm, I'm making I'm making good money right now for somebody who has no college degree. Uh, I'm uh, I'm guaranteed a job uh, at least for the next like five years or something like that probably. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm kind of I've kind of stagnated uh, mm-hmm. where I'm at. Okay. Um, and I think and I think that's something that's been holding my mindset uh, or kind of been holding me back and making me not want to change my mindset, you know, kind of going back to the whole fear of the unknown. Right. I'm comfortable where I'm at. Yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned that you feel like you're stagnated. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. And I, I hear that there's, I see, I hear a desire for uh, self-employment, I hear desire. Uh, you talk. You mentioned leadership, working with the team of people, um, and it's almost like uh, you mentioned too before you went in the military. After you're coming out of high school, it sounded like there was no clear sense of direction, and you've then you join the military and you have a job, you have a position all that, but still the, all that's been hand, you know, kind of assigned to you. And, uh, now you're, you've learned a lot of uh, good habits, probably a lot of, you know, g- gained some valuable experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like, you're kind of coming back to, in a sense, kind of where you were coming out of high school, like, okay, where am I now going to go with, with my career path? Um, Sounds like it sounds like you don't want to continue doing what you're doing, even if it was outside of the military. Right. Yeah. So clearly, a change in the kind of work, but okay, where do we where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've 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 looked into several different things that I thought I might want to do because I'm definitely a I'm definitely a computer guy, I like video games. So I thought, oh, maybe I want to go into the game industry as a, like a programmer or a designer or something like that. Um, and so I tried, I tried learning programming for a little while. Um, and I just, I, I think I may have just burnt myself out on it or something like that. Um, uh, and then I, and then I tried, uh, doing networking, uh, cause that also relates, since that also relates to computers. And I, uh, I did that for a little while too, and then kind of just got burnt out on that as well. Okay. Um, but I, I just honestly don't know exactly what I would want to do. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything that I do on a day-to-day basis that I, I think that I could turn into, you know, like a business or something like that. Cause all I really do is just play video games and um, there's not really a whole lot to, you know, as far as careers in regards to that. Um, but yeah, so I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure out what I would like to do. Yeah, well, it but there might be um, it makes sense what you did, looking at something that's kind of related to that and then trying that out. And it's good that you actually did try it out because at least now you have some data points to look back on and say, <laughs> okay, networking doesn't work, 
programming doesn't work. Um, and but we can probably take a look at gaming to see what skill sets are there. Because uh, I would say a lot of people look at business as a kind of game, mm. and, and and so there there might be so we might uh, need to dig into that just to see okay is there something there what are kind of the elements involved in that that you enjoy or are good at and see let's experiment with that and see what that is now with gaming uh it makes sense to say okay well maybe computer programming might work or networking but um there's a lot of other elements to it as well there's problem solving there's you mentioned working with teams um you know look you can look at a couple of those things and see okay and kind of spin that out and see what might be there so one um, i have a friend who said a lot of times people start with what to do and they're trying to figure out what you know kind of work they want to do but he recommends thinking first about who you want to work with right so you've had some experience think about the gaming think about your time in the military who you who you've worked with uh who do you like working with who do you not like working with mm-hmm. um are you talking about in the sense of like within the military in my current career yeah, where you where you've been working. Uh, also, think about uh, the gaming. I think you've uh, interacted with other people there too, right? Like, where you know, uh, who do you enjoy? Who do you have fun with? Who and who is kind of like a drag to work with? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in the in the gaming sense, obviously, you want to have, uh, or I, I like to have teammates that are positive or or just not negative or just very neutral stuff like that because when somebody starts to become negative that starts to you know it starts to get on my nerves and that Mm -hmm. that uh decreases my performance um Mm -hmm. and kind of the same thing at work if somebody's going to be negative or very uh uh, very abusive verbally or whatever um that's gonna that's gonna uh decrease my performance at work uh, because i'm not going to want to work around there Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not who are the people you enjoy with. working with people that share similar interests uh, as i do and have similar personalities uh or have a similar personality as i do mm-hmm. um those are the those are the type of people that i tend to you know uh hang around more uh, or enjoy working with more okay so let's try to get a little more specific uh and think about you don't have to name it but think about you know one or two three guys that you work with that are kind of the guys you have most fun with that you look forward to you chat with every day on breaks um you're hanging out with you know on on lunch breaks um tell me if if you can if uh, anybody comes to mind uh, tell me a little bit about them give me some specifics Mm -hmm. they like what's their personality like why do you you know what's what's it like when you guys are hanging out together uh, um, yeah, what, what comes to mind there? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a couple of people already. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're both very similar to me. They enjoy video games. Uh, we have, we have similar, uh, interests and, uh, uh, personalities. We both like to, uh, we both watch, uh, or we all, we all watch the same show. So we'll, uh, we'll go and talk about it whenever the new episode comes out for it. Um, uh, they 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 have families which i don't have obviously but i mean 
uh outside of that we just we they have family of their own like like wife and kids yeah wife and kids yeah okay okay yeah sorry um yeah there's, there's just a lot of uh a lot of similar uh ground i mean uh one of my buddies or yeah one of my buddies he's uh uh, he's Catholic and I'm a, I'm a Protestant Christian and okay. he's always, he's always uh, poking and prodding me like, Hey, you need to become Catholic. You need to become Catholic. <laughs> uh, and then my other buddy is also uh, a Christian, not sure uh, what uh, sect, but he's Christian too. So uh-huh. we're all, we're all believers. So uh, okay. we find, we find common ground in that too. Um, Lots of debates there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's always some good debates to have uh, for sure. Okay. Um, but uh, we, we just have a good time around each other. We, we joke around and we don't, we don't take anything too seriously. When, when one of us met, messes up at work, we're not, we're not berating the other, like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? You're so stupid mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, it's just, we just laugh about it and then we, we laugh and learn and then we go on about our day. Um, so nothing, nothing's too serious, uh, unless it, obviously, unless it needs to be, um, but yeah. So let's imagine uh, I'm talking to them or they're here and on the, on the call. And I, you know, I ask them about you and I say, Hey, tell me about Justin and um, what's, what's unique about him. What, uh, what are his strengths? You know, what, why is he, uh, is he, is he good at what he does and what, you know, what makes him good at what he does? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you think they would say, you know, if they were telling me about, about you and what you know what you're like at work Mm -hmm. i think if they were if they were being completely honest uh i think there would be uh some uh uh i don't want to say negative stuff but like they'd they'd probably say like oh sometimes justin doesn't you know uh work uh as hard as the rest of us he may not he may not do uh, or he may not work at the same pace as everybody else does uh Cause sometimes I do take, you know, a little longer to do things just because I'm, uh, I'm getting overwhelmed or something like that with the, with the task that's in front of me. So I have to like take a break for a little bit. Um, let's see. And then they, they may say other things such as like, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think now. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit more about uh, getting overwhelmed. What, where do you get overwhelmed at work? What, what's happen, what happening when you get overwhelmed? I think the, uh, I think the things that really overwhelm me at work are when I'm, when I'm, when I've been stuck on one task for uh, a long period of time and I'm not getting anywhere uh, with that problem. I'm trying to, I'm trying to troubleshoot an issue that's going on and I'm not getting anywhere with it. So I, so I get overwhelmed with that. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what to do. I thought that I was doing everything correctly, but, uh, but nothing, nothing has been changing. I've, I've got no change to the issue. Okay. Okay. And how do you, how have you been able to get over it in the past? What's, what's helped you with that? Uh, Usually what helps me a lot is getting, getting somebody else to help me with it. Like, you know, getting a second opinion kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, cause maybe I've, maybe I've hit a point where my brain has just stopped working, like, <laughs> you know, and, and having somebody else's, uh, outside perspective may, may shine a new light on the problem. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, okay. 
So, th so this has happened a few times and have you noticed any patterns of behind that? Like are, or, you know, are these really like just problems that just were unforeseen or are there certain patterns that kind of come up like, you know, something about the way you work on the problem, you know, gets you right into this wall where you just, you know, you, you get stuck. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think there's, uh, there, there is sort of a pattern possibly. Um, I know I'm the type of person that, um, I don't necessarily, you know, think before I do something always, I guess you could say, uh, cause, cause sometimes I may have, uh, there may be an issue with the thing that I'm working on and I've had that issue before. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it's probably going to be this then. So I, so I try to do that fix instead of going through the troubleshooting steps from beginning to end. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I'll kind of, so I'll kind of like jump around from place to place instead of going in a chronological order. Um, and, and when I jump around from place to place, I start losing track of where I was or what I was doing, uh, sometimes. And, uh, I'll just end up confusing myself more. Um, and then, I, and then I get to that point where I kind of, you know, get frustrated. I start getting frustrated. I start getting annoyed mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. I just have to, I just have to step away for a little bit and do something else. Okay. So when, when you're like, uh, getting some new piece of furniture from Ikea or whatever, do you, do you just like, are you the type that just kind of go, okay, let's just take everything out and let's just start kind of putting it together as opposed to like, no, let's, let's get the instructions out, read that. And then let's follow it step-by-step. Step. It sounds like you're kind of more just jump in and let, let's kind of piece it together. I mean, there's, yeah, there's sometimes where I will use the instructions, uh, but if it, if it's like the first time that I'm putting something together, I'll usually use the instructions. But if I put this thing together before or something similar to it before, uh, I'll just kind of jump into it. Like, for example, there's a, a perfect example of this. Um, a couple of days ago when I was at my girlfriend's house, um, her her parents wanted to install some smart light switches for their house. And I have the and I had the same exact ones and I've installed them into both my room and my game room. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Fine. Uh, no problem. And, uh, so they were like, oh yeah, sure. Go for it. So I was, uh, so I, you know, I took the old light switches off, um, took the, uh, unscrewed the K or took the cables out of the old light switches and stuff like that. Um, and the, the, um, the new, the new switches come with little labels for you to label each wire so that, you know, which one is the load, which one's the line and stuff like that, the neutral. Um, and I didn't do any of that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I probably should have, but I thought that uh, since I did it before in my game room or at my house before, I didn't need to do that. And it would okay. just be a simple bing, bang, boom, done. Uh, and it ended up taking me like five hours to figure out what was how how the connection should have been because I didn't label the wires. OK. Yeah. So 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 there are instances where i will use the instructions when i'm doing something for the first time but if it's something that i've done before i i usually skip the get skip the whole uh you know doing things step by step and okay. i'll just go into doing it the way that i think i should be doing it so when you got burned out like on the networking the programming stuff was it because i know with programming there there's a lot of i mean so you're working with algorithms right and mm -hmm. Uh, whenever there's problems with code, you have to really kind of go line by line and go back and check yeah. work. So uh, 
where did you get burned out when you were doing programming? Uh, I mean, it was, I think, I think the thing that burned me out the most with programming was the fact that I wasn't seeing any, um, I wasn't getting like any instant gratification from, uh, from the coding. Uh, cause you know, I'm going through the course and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of the beginning stuff, a lot of the simpler stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is easy. I've done this before. Uh, and I, I can, I can do this just fine. But then when it started getting into like the really nitty gritty stuff where I was going to have to like go through, almost go through like line by line to find this certain thing. Uh, it kind of like my brain started kind of shutting down, like, uh, you know, man, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if I want to stick, uh, stick this out and keep doing it. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering one thing that's kind of coming up for me is I wonder if, uh, do you work better, uh, with people like in social situations than you do like on some kind of like say technical problem? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Oh yeah. Uh, I think, I think that I definitely work better with other people around for more technical stuff like that, just so that, you know, uh, I don't want to say that I like, I, I almost feel like I kind of rely on other people being around for me to actually, you know, figure out the more technical stuff. Um, yeah. Now when you're gaming, you're doing some problem solving there, right. With, with people, mm-hmm. how, how does that tend to go when, when you're trying to figure something out? Uh, I think that usually, I think it mostly depends on who I'm playing with. So if I'm playing with friends, I usually rely more on their input and uh, what they want to do more so than what I want to do. But if I'm playing by myself with random people that I'm not really like communicating with or that I don't know, then I'm I'm taking more of a charge or I'd, I'd like to take more of a charge um, because I feel that what I would want to do would be better. Right. Now, but um, does it does it go smoother when... When you're, when, when you're with your friends, people you're familiar with, playing with, mm-hmm. do you, do you get, uh, I imagine that you don't get as stuck as much. Mm. Or uh, if you do up into some kind of challenge, you're able to kind of get through it a lot. I think, I think it kind of just depends on the situation because uh, I know when I'm, when I'm playing with my friends, uh, a lot of the time, uh, and especially with my friends that are better at games than I am, uh, whenever they want me to do something in the game, I may not, you know, fully comprehend what the end goal of what they want me to do is. So I'm like, I'm like doing it, but I don't know why I'm doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, so I don't do it. You know, I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm not doing it very well, I guess. But yeah. when I'm, but when I'm playing with random people, uh, and I and I want something, uh, or I'm doing something. I know why I'm doing this certain thing. Right, right. Uh, so, so I think I think I, I think I think better on my own versus okay. with other people or or taking taking uh, commands from other people. And and you don't, but you don't get overwhelmed, right? Uh, no, I don't. 
I guess, I guess maybe I do get overwhelmed when I'm, uh, when I'm playing with my friends and they're telling me to do certain things. Um, I'm do, you to, the, do you get the same kind of burnout like that you did when you were learning programming or networking or at work on the job? That's a good question. I haven't really thought of that before. Um, no, I don't, I don't think that I get the same burnout just because of how long this is taking because usually you know in video games things happen instantaneously or over yeah. like a few seconds but whereas uh whereas programming and learning networking stuff like that that happens that happens over months and years possibly mm -hmm. um so i think i think the longer that i'm doing something uh the more likely i am to get burnt out um on it if i'm not you know staying in a good mindset Whereas when I'm playing video games, uh, obviously video games is something that I enjoy doing. Uh, right. So if if it's something, if it's a short, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> if it if it's like a if it's like a little a short instance of uh, something happening where my friends wanting me to do something, then then it won't really burn me out as much as you know learning something over a long term. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, shorter feedback loops are really kind of important for you mm -hmm. to get to get the data to get the signals yeah and, and and then make adjustments to see do i need to make changes right and that's and that's kind of something that i've thought about too as far as when i learn something new uh maybe i need to do it in shorter bursts because when i when i learn something uh or when i when i first think about learning something like programming i yeah. was i was all gung-ho about that i was like oh this is yeah, gonna yeah. Be great this is this is I'm gonna I'm gonna become a, a, an engineer, a software engineer in the future. Be making like two hundred thousand a year, or something like that. Be living the good life. So I was I was all gung ho about that, learning it for the first like month or so, um, and then it started getting to the point where maybe maybe reality. My brain was catching up with reality, and like it was starting to set in. Like okay, this is not going to like. I'm not going to start off making two hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. It's not going to happen in the first. I'm probably not going to find a job in the first year because um, it's just, I, I won't have the experience that everybody else has. Right. Um, so, so then I start, so then I start kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know, my thoughts start weighing me down. I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if this is something that I really actually want to do. And then, and then I kind of just like, you know, it just kind of falls off. Yeah, and and that's that's certainly true. Um, but you've been gaming for a long time too, right? And and so for me, I the reason why I, I guess what I'm kind of um, uh, working around is that I always see that we have our better and worst versions of ourselves, right? There's there's us at our best and us at our worst. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes what happens is we kind of get, we start to kind of become bipolar and we think that, oh, we start to create different narratives about ourselves uh, when we're struggling versus when we're doing really well, right? And right. it's important to kind of see, no, you're the same person there. You're just showing up differently, like in your case with gaming, than uh, when, you're, when you're doing programming, right? Mm -hmm. And so how do we then take... Uh, where you're showing up really well like in gaming and apply that to some to whatever you're trying to work on where you're struggling 
and uh, use those lessons because it's the same skill sets, the same strengths and weaknesses, but we're just kind of going about it in a different way. And obviously we're getting different results, mm-hmm. right? And so um, something that's kind of come up for me though, is that I wonder when, when I think about what kind of work is there out there where, or that you can do where uh, you get that short feedback loop and, and you have a, it seems like you have a really uh, good sense of tuition, you know, once, or excuse me, intuition, when, um, as you get familiar with something, you feel very comfortable to jump in and just kind of work the problem, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of trust your gut and kind of go with uh, kind of what your instincts tell you. And so um, what comes to my mind is some kind of sales work or uh, maybe even project management, but something along those lines, because in sales, you're talking with people. So there's that social interaction and you get uh, instant, you know, feedback and, uh, and especially in in some kind of environment where you're working with other colleagues too. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's just something that just kind of jumped out at me. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, what, what can you do or what type of what, what kinds of work are is out there where you know there there is that short feedback loop and you're able to kind of see what you're doing try something out see what you're doing get that result make the change and uh, it's it's more social too rather than maybe technical so it's, it's really a lot more about uh, communication uh, with the client communication with your colleagues and working working through a problem together with someone else or with a group of people right yeah i i mean it's 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 hard i i i think it's hard for me to pinpoint just because i i like aspects of working with people and i like aspects of working by myself yeah so yeah that's uh those are definitely something that i'll look into for sure yeah it's just an idea because that can it can work both ways you can sales can be one-on-one it could be part of a team, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how does that land for you? I mean, have you ever done anything in sales or have you seen people work in sales and what, what kind of comes up for you as you think about that work? I mean, the only thing that I've really done in sales is back when I was in like elementary school for my church camp, you know, going door to door, selling coupon books. Um, what was that like? That, I mean, that was, it was mostly just, you know, I'm a kid. I don't really want to be out selling door to door. I'd rather be home uh, hanging out with my friends or whatever. But I mean, usually when I would, uh, whenever I would go to door to door, I never had any issues as far as like, you know, social anxiety or anything like that. I was always okay. So you were real comfortable just talking with strangers. Yeah. I, I had no problem talking with strangers. I, I have no problem talking with strangers for the most part nowadays either. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't usually do that in my job now yeah, uh, yeah. or, the, or, or even outside of work. That's not something that I really do. Uh, I mean, video games, I guess I talk with strangers too sometimes, um, and I have no issues with that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really the only sales experience that I can think of that I had. It may um, not, I know it's easy to kind of discount it, but I think there's actually a lot, a lot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tells, it tells you a lot, tells me a lot, certainly. As, right. you know, as a kid, you were will, even though you didn't want to do it, which makes sense as part of that introvert, because it's not being an introvert, it's not being shy. 
It just means that it's work, you know, mm-hmm. to socialize to, or to interact with people right that you you get energy from but you right. can you can do it if it's a okay hey, i gotta do this i gotta you know complete this task and you were able to talk to strangers it sounds like you were pretty effective at it you were successful at it you were able to kind of hit you know do what you needed to get done yeah for the most part yeah and then so that's yeah. i don't know to me that's something that's pretty big i mean yeah and that's and that's kind of goes along with i don't think we talked about this yet but that kind of goes along with the energy audit um that's yeah. that's definitely something that energizes me is when i'm talking uh I, I get i get energized when i'm talking with people that i enjoy talking to like friends and stuff like that that's something that energizes me sure um, but yeah but you're also okay yeah it doesn't energize you to talk with strangers but it's something that you're good effective at you right can- i i may not be able to do it for long periods of time uh necessarily but I can, I can do it, you know, for, for a short amount of time. Okay. Uh, that's something that I can do for sure. Walk, walk me through the rest of that energy audit for you. This is where you had you draw a line down the page and make two lists. What are the things that energize you? What are the things that drain your energy? Uh, talking to energy positive, mm-hmm. talking to friends. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did you have on your list? Yeah. Um, for, as far as what drains me, uh, I wrote down, uh, you know, drama. I'm sure that drains everybody. Um, work drains me, uh, doing, doing nothing. Like as far as just sitting at home, doing nothing, no video games, nothing. Cause I'm just, I can't think of what to do or I'm just bored. Okay. Um, let's see, uh, stress, um, getting, getting burnt or burning myself out on something that I'm trying to learn or do, uh, which I think might be, I don't, which which I may which I think might be an ADHD tendency, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, going to bed late, waking up late, um, and then just doing the same thing over and over. Okay, uh, okay. So you want we need to we need to kind of change it up. Routines, monotony. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That was something that kind of that I was thinking about as I was writing this down. That routine is not always something that I, you know, really enjoy. Um, Cause like with my work, I'm pretty much doing the same thing every day. There's, there's some, uh, yeah. there's some change in routine, but it's not really uh, like that big of a change. It's just, I'm working on something different. Um, but that's, that's definitely something that uh, I, I don't, I don't think that I would enjoy like big changes, like, uh, you know, like going from one extreme to another each right, day, right, right. but you know, just like changes where I'm doing something different. Like, like I enjoy, for example, I enjoyed um, going and working at a different section on my base uh, where I'm at right now. Cause my, my main job uh, and the place that I'm working at right now, they don't really relate. Um, and so, and so I kind of enjoy working in this other area. Um, because it's it's kind of a it's a break from what I was doing what I've been doing over there and then when I go back I'm I'm energized to you know jump back into things and uh and kind of get back into the groove mm-hmm. um, and then eventually and then eventually you know after a certain a little while I'm like okay I'm ready to do something else but there's, I I don't really have a choice necessarily yeah and I wonder if else. it's um like 
having a variety of responsibilities. So it's not like a surprise, but you just know that you have a kind of a wide range of things that you could be doing like on any given day. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same thing like every single day, like programming, like you just come in and do the same exact thing every day. It's something where you may have uh, a job where you have say six or seven different areas of, of things that you have to work on, but you're familiar with all of them. It's just mm-hmm. that on any given day, you might be working on one area or you might be working on another. It might change up, but you know, you you want something like that where it, it mm-hmm. uh, you have a, a wider range of different kinds of problems that you're solving, but not like an unlimited, like you said, extreme range or total surprise, total like unexpected, just just a variety of things that you could be doing on any given day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's and when you mentioned that, that I actually thought of something else that I had uh, come to a realization to a while ago about. Um, I I think that I would consider myself uh, more of a, you know, I, I like being a jack of all trades mm-hmm. um, more so than like a uh, an expert in one specific field or one specific niche. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's something that I realized when I was playing video games. Because uh, in in one of the games that I play, there's several different roles that I can choose from, but I don't like to limit myself just to one role, because right. then I start getting bored of that one role. I'm not having as much fun, so I'll I'll jump from role to role, and I enjoy you know mastering each role to a certain extent, um, and and just changing things up when I'm bored. Okay, so this this helps quite a bit. Yeah, that's probably something I should have mentioned earlier, but you know, no, no, think of it. It, just, uh, it takes some time to reflect and and figure this out. And what we're trying to do is also try to come to a sense of okay, what can you at least uh, can we come up with maybe a range of some options to kind of look at? Because uh, what I'm thinking of is coming out of this conversation, we don't necessarily have to nail down the the job that okay, we figured out this is what you're going to be and this is what you're going to do. But it helps at least to know, okay, I'm, I want to be the type of person who's um, doing something where I have these various tasks. Uh, I'm working sometimes with people. I have a team, uh, but there are also things I'm doing myself. Um, there are problems I'd like to work on uh, alone, uh, but um, I don't like a, something that where there's like a linear progression. Right. Right. It's something where it needs to be more spatial, I guess, kind of like um, as opposed to step by step by step. Yeah. And it can be something where there's some kind of sales component or, you know, you're talking to people, uh, strangers, even because you're you're good at it. And then that short feedback loop too, something where you get feedback and results. Right. And and you're taking that in, making decisions around that. Right. Yeah. So this is all helpful because I think it can kind of serve as a filter for you. So even though, even if we don't come up with an idea of, okay, this is what you need to do whenever you come across something you can always say okay how does this uh check in with how does this compare to 
these kinds of features and qualities that we think are, you know, what we need to, what we need to do, or at least kind of come up with the opposite, at least of a filter to filter out the, the stuff that you shouldn't try mm -hmm. because it's going to basically kind of lead to the same result that you had with the programming, with the networking. Yeah. And I, and I think if I can say something else too, I think yeah, yeah. Uh, another, another big thing that kind of turns me off to uh, a certain job uh, is the fact of, or whether, whether or not I need an education for it. Cause like with programming and networking, there's, uh, or when I say education, I mean like going to college right, uh, right. and getting a, and getting a degree in it. Uh, like with programming and networking, that's all stuff that I can find online and I can learn that uh, on there. Um, and I can, and I can build a portfolio of that stuff without having to, you know, go through four years of college. Cause that's, that's definitely something that I've already, uh, you know, made up my mind that I don't really want to go through. I don't want to put myself in debt. Uh, I think I mentioned this to you already, but don't want to put myself in debt. Don't want to spend four years of my life, uh, to try and to to get a degree in something that I may or may not get a job uh, for, um, you know. Yeah. I, I just I I just I think that uh, college is just I don't know. I, I feel like it's just a waste of time for for me personally. It, it may not help you right now at this mm -hmm. point to figure out what you want to do, but who knows? Maybe later uh, you might find that it it is helpful. But I think. The, the bigger question is figuring out where where this career path of yours is going to go mm -hmm. and and yeah and, and absent that absent you know knowing what you're going to uh, work on next at least for the next few years yeah college is just not going to do that for you because it's so open-ended yeah and it's you're just kind of going through a linear process and uh but you don't have a connect there's no like what is this for so it doesn't make sense to try to just jump into that yeah, um, I think you probably still have a little more experimenting to do to try to figure out what to try to narrow down maybe that range and figure out what to to look at next. So yeah, I think for me that kind of tracks with with that, and it certainly tracks with going the business route because it definitely is more about the pragmatic stuff. But there is obviously a lot of learning and, and um, that you have to do, you know, learning new skills, uh, learning new knowledge. But I, I think you're seems like you're more interested in being able to really kind of apply it and apply it soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not, not go study something, learn it for years and then maybe, you know, get a yeah. job. You know, yeah. Then. It's kind of, kind of along the same lines of the, the instant gratification, you know, or the short feedback loops, you know, something, yeah. something I'd, I'd like something to happen in a shorter period of time, you know, like six months to a year instead of, you know, or like like three months to uh, to six months or something like that, where yeah. I'm, where I'm seeing results uh, instead of you know possibly a year or two or three or four years whatever, and I'm not sure if I'm getting anywhere with whatever it is that I'm doing. So going forward from here, then, what are a couple of steps? The question I'm thinking of: What are a couple of steps that you can take going forward, given what what you've learned from this call? to then help you um, at least do, because I, I, I feel like because maybe there's just a little more research to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, now that could be talking to people too. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe the next best step for you is just to come up with a couple of people to talk to 
and and get some feedback yeah mm-hmm. and uh because i know you had been we had talked before and uh, the finance area was something that had come up for you mm-hmm. uh, and i'm what i'm thinking is that can we come up with maybe a couple other examples to maybe experiment with and then figure out okay what what are some next steps that you can take to research that a little bit more and maybe talk to some people who are in those areas and learn a little bit more and then see, you know, based on this filter, you know, that we were kind of coming up with, does it seem like it might be a good fit or can you filter that out as, Hey, no, this is not something that's worth pursuing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've actually, uh, I've already, I think I've already done my, my research for the, uh, in the financial, uh, the finance area, mm-hmm. uh, because my aunt is a, um, uh, what was her, what was her job title? Basically she, uh, she handled money for like millionaires and stuff like that. Like she, she invested money for, for people with, uh, with a lot of money. Sounds like she like a financial advisor or financial planner. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but, but she was, she was doing that all directly herself for, for people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, she's very well versed in, uh, the art of money and stuff like that and investing and just finance in general. Um, so I, I talked with her for a little while, uh, over the course of like a month or so Interesting okay. about, about that whole thing. I read, uh, I told, I talked about how I read rich dad, poor dad with her. Uh, I read the wall street journal. Um, and, uh, and then we, and then we kind of talked for a little while and, uh, she gave me some pointers as to what I should do. Uh, or what my next steps should be uh, for investing and stuff like that. Uh, and I and I had mentioned to her that I might uh, that I might have some interest in becoming like a day trader or something like that, uh, because where I get that you know that that instant gratification, that short feedback loop of uh, you know I might make money, I might lose money and stuff like that. Um, but I, I I never really like pursued that very uh, uh, any further than just uh talking with her about it um i kind of i kind of read some things but uh, a lot of it was I, I i think i may have just burned myself on it too uh, burned myself out on it too quickly because you know kind of like with the programming and networking i just did that i i focused on that and only that uh for a for a period of like a month or so and uh and i was just going really quickly through it uh, spending a lot of time or spending a good amount each day, like a couple hours or whatever, two or three hours each day learning this. Um, and I think I, I think I may have just burned myself out on that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Now about her job, did you, t- did you guys talk much about her p- specific work and what was your, what's your impression of that? Yeah, we, we talked about it. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, she, she basically, like I said, uh, like I mentioned to you, she basically just handled money for, for multimillionaires and stuff like that, or, or just big companies. Um, and, uh, she, she kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, and she, she talked about, uh, what things you need to look for in the market and stuff like that. Uh, it, I think she was giving me just a very, like, basic rundown of everything yeah yeah Yeah. because uh 
because a, a lot of does it seem interesting though, or does your gut kind of tell you probably not? Probably yes. Probably which way? Which way are you kind of leaning? I think I'm probably leaning more towards the probably not. I'd like to. I think like every other person, I probably I, I'd like to be able to you know just make money without having to do anything, and that's kind of investing yeah. kind of does that for you, but. Uh, I think the whole idea of, you know, researching online every day, like looking at the markets and stuff like that, and like, uh, you know, guessing how how the markets are going to do today or tomorrow or next week or whatever. I think that's just something that doesn't really interest me that much. Um, but um, the one thing that I've that I've thought about trying to is, uh, you know, getting into real estate. Uh, maybe not necessarily okay. like, you know, selling real estate or anything like that, but, uh, you know, like buying property and then uh, not flipping it, but, you know, turning it into a into like a rental or an Airbnb or something like that. Okay. Uh, but obviously that's something you need, you you can do once you, you can only do once you have, you know, a good amount of money uh, or or you can take out a loan and risk, you know, losing money on that. Yeah, but let's let's um, not jump ahead too far, right? Because we don't. Yeah. That'll be a whole another question, which is how do you how do you do that successfully? Yeah, uh, the thing is, you can do any of these successfully, but the question is, what's the right path for you? Yeah, and so um, I guess then at this stage is you you have these elements that we talked about, and maybe just take some time to just reflect on that and see what comes up for you. Uh, I like that you thought real estate, that's good. You know, don't think necessarily in terms of job titles, but just kind of, again, use this as kind of a filter and then just see just see if you can come up with some ideas of things like this, like think finance, think real estate, just kind of keep it general and broad. And, and then um, that way you, you, then you come up with a list and then what we could do is then talk about, okay, how do you come up with a, uh, create a research project around that? Do some inter informational interviews. What, um, and then think about what are some questions that you can ask based on what you've learned here that will give you some good data about those paths and whether it might be something for you to pursue or if it's something that's, you know, now nah, this is kind of a deal breaker. It's not, it's not going to work. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I think, I, I think I see what you're saying. You want me to come up with uh, a, a list of uh, ideas for possible uh, careers that I may want to do. Yeah. Uh, and more, more importantly, actually, I maybe skip that just, but think of the questions that you could ask. Like if you were just talking to someone that you can ask yourself to kind of run through and, based on this filter and then use that to then tell you, Hey, is this, this sounds interesting. This might be something I might enjoy doing or no, this actually, this sounds like this, all this stuff, this sounds a lot, kind of like the programming, kind of like the networking, kind of like the finance. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not, you know, this is probably not for me. Right. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I, I see what you're saying now. So just, like you were saying, run through the filter of the stuff that I that I enjoy and don't enjoy, the stuff that energizes me and drains me. Exactly. And then, and then look at 
whatever 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 job I'm looking at, job title that I'm looking at, see if that thing checks those boxes for what energizes me versus if it if it looks like it's something that's going to drain me. Yeah. You know, don't even don't even consider that as a possibility. Yeah. Once you get those questions, then just go talk to some people, you know, or even people you don't know, because you're good at that. You can talk to strangers mm -hmm. and and you can you know ask them about that and then they'll just run through these questions and then you'll have this kind of readily in mind, especially like, you know, you talked about uh, routine monotony versus having a variety of tasks to do. Um, the kinds of problems that they're solving. Um, the drama and the stress part that you mentioned, I think that I wouldn't worry too much about that because that can be in any particular field. That's what gets more into the how. Right. But, um, you know, it, it, are you working alone? Are you working in a team? Um, are you having to talk to people regularly, new people? Um, what uh, what does a typical day look like? What does a typical week look like? Is it pretty routine and monotonous or are there a variety of different things, you know, that are coming up? Mm -hmm. um, and then you can keep thinking about that and see if there's anything else that comes up too, as you reflect on that. Mm -hmm. But those are kind of just a few good starting questions. I mean, then, then you can go to a stranger and just say, you have already a few questions ready to fire away with, right? Mm -hmm. And and it'll be valuable for uh, for you, and it'll give you something very specific to ask that they can really help help you answer, and those answers will help you, uh, you know, make a decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you uh, What do you think? How's all this landing for you? Yeah, I mean, it it sounds good to me. I mean, I don't mind uh, talking with uh, other people, you know, making connections with other people and stuff like that uh, in in whatever field may interest me. Um, I think I think that's a good thing for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that I definitely do need to do uh, more research before I jump into something. Uh, you know, instead of just instead of just trying it and wasting my time and possibly getting burnt out on it uh or or if i'm if i find something that i want to do maybe i need to uh come up with a uh, a schedule of how i want to do it or maybe not a schedule but like you know just don't burn myself out on it too fast by yeah. you know focusing all of my time and energy on that spend maybe like 30 minutes a day mm -hmm. um, doing it um, which is hard for me because when I, when I'm in, when I'm in a groove, I like to yeah. keep going. Right. Uh, and I, and I like to say, oh, well, I, I may as well finish this entire lesson here instead <laughs> of just stopping at this video, but maybe that, I, that might work to your advantage. Uh, there, that, it's good to work when you're in flow, mm -hmm. uh, just, to, uh, that might work better for you. And when you're in that flow, go with it until, until it's over. Um, but if you have a variety of different people to talk to, uh, and you can switch it up from day to day, then I think it might help with that burnout, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a, I think that's a good idea. I think that's something that will definitely help me. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So like I said, I mean, it's, I don't think we're going to necessarily come up with, Hey, this is the thing you're going to do, but at least uh, you got something valuable here in terms of a filter that can help you kind of figure out or narrow down some options, and then you can take it to the next stage of 
okay, let's dive deeper into this. Let's try it out in some way and we can figure out, okay, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And then, and then you can see, uh, again, if it's something that's going to interest you or not, but you have this kind of iterative process, almost like an algorithm in, in a way. Right. And, but you're do but by being a little more conscious about it, you can filter out uh, more potential waste deal breakers and wastes of time, you know, for mm-hmm. yourself. Right. Yep. That awesome. sounds good to me. That sounds good. Okay, cool. Cool. So let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. And then let's, you know, and then we'll circle back and then see what comes up. I would also encourage you to take some notes on this too, and maybe create a file and just, you know, when you talk to different people, just, you know, have their name down and then what you, you know, just remember what they've uh, shared with you and then just record those notes. And then you can go back, take a look at it. And then you might see some patterns come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, so yeah, take a uh, run with that and uh, let's, let's see what, uh, what comes out of that. And, you know, we'll just take it to take it to the next step after that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Awesome. I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, jumping on this call. Like I said, you never know what, I had no idea where this was going to go. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm glad we got at least something that we can take out of it that, that you can use and, and put into practice. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Barricade. And what if we had a conversation about your career? Send an email to barricadecaloli at gmail.com. And thanks for listening.